A quick touch base on the Kyler Murray and Rodney Hudson situations, plus must-win home games and must-win road games for the Arizona Cardinals in 2022. We're live on a Friday. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here live on a Friday. Hope everybody's enjoying their shortened week due to the 4th of July weekend. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Um, talked a lot about Rodney Hudson yesterday. If you missed that, uh, it's free and available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast. Um, it, 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 can't be over, it can't be understated, the importance of Rodney Hudson for the Arizona Cardinals moving forward. Uh, not only because of his performance in the past, but also because of the stability he adds to the offensive line, as well as they're not really being a contingency plan outside of potentially Justin Pugh moving over. Kyler Murray still doesn't have a new deal. Not crazy to think that that's still the case. And also, Steve Kime said a long time ago at this point on the Pat McAfee show that Kyler Murray is their future. So it's time for Michael Bidwell. I think the 30th ranked owner in the NFL regards paying their players. Um, I think it's time for him to pony up and get coming to the 21st century here and realize what they have in Kyler Murray. But both of those situations are status quo. There's rumors around Rodney Hudson potentially wanting to retire. And I, I think the rumors have kind of placated that Kyler Murray won't play if he doesn't get a new deal, but things can seemingly change overnight. Things definitely change overnight. And all we have to go on at this point are rumors. So when you're looking at the situation, you're looking at the Cardinals, you're looking at what they've done this offseason. The two most important players on their roster, Kyler Murray and Rodney Hudson, are still up in the air regarding the future of the organization. Now, obviously, I mean, Kyler Murray much less so than Rodney Hudson, but this offseason hasn't been smooth for the Cardinals. The draft was fun, trading for Hollywood Brown, drafting Trey McBride, drafting a couple uh, linemen slash Ed Rushers in the third round. But with the DeAndre Hopkins suspension, with Ronnie Hudson's playing career up in the air, and with you know uh, Eric Burkhart, Kyler Murray's agent, penning a letter to the Arizona Cardinals about Kyler Murray's contract extension that the Cardinals didn't even really acknowledge, it just makes you think, what's the future going to look like? And we don't know. We don't know. Uh, Kyler Murray should be re-signed before the season starts. You'd think that that's going to happen. There's no telling what's going to happen with Rodney Hudson. And it's it's going to be tough pumpkins. <laughs> it, it's going to be rough pumpkins. If, if Rodney Hudson does, in fact, retire, doesn't come back and be employed by the Arizona Cardinals. Jumping ahead a little bit, but... I feel like those two storylines are so polarizing. Those two storylines are so polarizing. You've got the one side with Kyler Murray where people don't think he's the guy. And there has been some evidence to prove that he's not an all-pro quarterback yet. Yeah. There's evidence to prove that. But he's the next quarterback up, I guess, he and Lamar Jackson. And 
ask the teams in the NFL who don't have a good quarterback. Who even if you don't think Kyler Murray is a good quarterback, let's just let's live in that world for a second. If you don't think Kyler Murray is a good quarterback, look at the other teams who don't have good quarterbacks, and you tell me where Kyler Murray is on the spectrum of bad quarterback to good quarterback. Is he six five? No. Has he had? Uh, has he been hobbled by injury a couple times in the last two years? Yes. But you watch him play football, and just because it's not Peyton Manning back there, or Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow, doesn't mean that Kyler Murray's not an excellent quarterback. And I fear that people are so inundated with trusting the Arizona Cardinals and believing in Steve Kime and blaming the player that they, they don't see Kyler Murray for how talented he truly is. And then with Rodney Hudson, it's a no-brainer. I mean, he's he's all pro. It kind of came, we thought, out of nowhere, but seemingly Steve Kime knew uh, before going into the draft that Rodney Hudson was contemplating retirement. I talked about that on yesterday's podcast. You can go check that out. Also, like, subscribe, hit the notifications on the YouTube channel. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. You know, it's such, and I say this a lot, and for those that are listening for the first time, thank you. I call the Arizona Cardinals a fragile ecosystem. I call it a fragile ecosystem. Because we don't know if they're an, ele- they're an elephant walking on ice. We don't know how thin or thick the ice is. And with stability breeds more stability you'd think it breeds more winning and what the cardinals have done over the last two years specifically starting pretty warm and then cooling off although stability is starting to evolve it's still a pretty fragile ecosystem and i think that goes without saying now with kyler murray you want stability they took care of the coaches and took care of the coach they took care of the gm None of those guys would have jobs without Kyler Murray. That's why I don't understand why they haven't paid him yet. It hasn't happened before. It's happened a couple times. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Kyler Murray's not them. Cliff Kingsbury was in the last year, going into the last year of his deal, and they gave him an extension through 2027, even though there's still question marks as to if he's worth that long of an extension, and you don't extend Kyler Murray. You wait. You, you, know, you don't have him go into the last year of his deal. You rip that up. But you won't rip Kyler Murray's rookie scale contract up and pay him now when you're going to have to pay him at some point. Doesn't really make sense to me. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. The 2022 NFL season, the the schedule for the Cardinals is difficult. It's difficult, especially compared to the last two seasons. But there are pockets that the Cardinals could go on massive runs and, you know, make some waves. I still think they're going to win 11 games. And it's just going to be different than how we witnessed it last year, where it was so front-loaded. Must win home games. I'm going to talk about that next. Lockdown Cardinals first. Dave is the banking app that can get you up to 500 bucks instantly with extra cash. Okay? We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives where we're a little tight on cash. Maybe you could only afford a few gallons of gas when... You need to put in a full tank. 
that's where the Dave app can help. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now, Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. So important. Hindsight's 2020. You can't change the past, but what you can what you can get is a little help from your future self. And that's where Dave can be the best. That's what Dave can be the vessel for. As I mentioned, it's the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy wedding gift, or catch up on bills also. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. If you don't know how to spell Dave, D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. By Evolve. Member FDIC. All right, Locked on Cardinals, Friday edition, live on YouTube and Twitter. Thanks to, for everyone who makes Locked on Cardinals. Your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. The Cardinals are in a situation this year in division where there are two games that they should win without much contest. And the NFC West has been looked at as the best division in football on and off for the last five or six years, especially recently with the emergence of the Cardinals and the 49ers for that matter. But now with Seattle taking a huge step back after trading Russell Wilson, the Cardinals have the closest thing to some sort of semblance of a layup in a divisional game. The AFC, AFC East, NFC North, made Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers' job and has for a very long time. The Cardinals haven't had the luxury of that. So with Seattle taking a step back, you would think that the Cardinals could, as close to guarantee themselves as any football game, guarantee themselves two wins when they play Seattle two times this year. So the must-wins that the Cardinals have, real quick, the home, the home opponents for the Arizona Cardinals, in order from week one through week 17, the Chiefs, Rams, Eagles, Saints, Seahawks, 49ers, Chargers, Patriots, Bucks. And the the 49ers game is in Mexico. Okay, so even though they've got nine home games and eight away games, which was flipped from last year, they only have eight and eight because they're going to um they're going to Mexico to play uh the 49ers, and that's considered a home game. The must-win home games for the Arizona Cardinals are as such. First, Seattle. Their schedule, the Arizona Cardinals schedule, is not forgiving. There's a pocket from, I think, starting week four into the middle of November where there's must where, where there are big win games. They play the Seahawks two out of four weeks. Like, there are, there are very winnable games that must be taken advantage of if they want to get the double-digit wins in 2022. Seattle, they need to beat at home. You need to beat teams that you're better than, and they need to beat Seattle at home. The Chiefs and the Ram games are going to be difficult. So those aren't must wins. They'd be nice to have, not need to have. In week one, you throw everything out the window. Look at what happened in Tennessee last year. The Cardinals were on the good side of that. But week one is like the first real, like the real last preseason game where you don't really know what you have. There's a bunch of new pieces. You're trying to fit into a new scheme. They play the Chiefs week one. Anything could happen. The Rams at home, home cooking week three. When the Cardinals go Chiefs at Raiders and then home at the Rams, home to the Rams, 
we're going to find out a lot about this team. Those two home games are absolute must-have, need-to-have, because they're going to be difficult games. You could say every, every game is a must-win, but the games that the Cardinals need to win because they're better than the team they're playing against, Seahawks, for sure one of them. I'm going to take San Francisco. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I would count that home win, even though it's at um, in Mexico City. Another game the Cardinals need to win at home is New England. New England is on the rise. Mac Jones is a rising star after his rookie year. They've got some pieces, but they're not what they once were in New England. So they're tough. They'll probably win close to double-digit games because Bill Belichick and his defensive mastermind between his ears, he yields victories where other coaches wouldn't. But the Cardinals need to win that game at home if they want to win 10 games this year. And then the other one, it's going to be a difficult matchup, but it's Philly. I think the Saints most likely beat them at home. The Saints are getting better. And if the Cardinals can win one of the two of the Saints and, and, and Eagles, they're going to be in pretty good shape. Now, the Philly game, I don't trust that Jalen Hurts can put it together for 60 minutes. I, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts yet. They've added pieces, A.J. Brown, etc. They've got one of the best offensive skill position do, uh, you know, groups in the NFL. It just depends on if Jalen Hurts can take that step forward. I'm not sure he can, and I think the Cardinals, like they did when, they, when Philly came to visit last time, I think the Cardinals will take care of business at home, and I think they absolutely must if they want to get there. All right, coming up next segment. Home or uh, road must wins for the Cardinals. This is trickier because it's graded more on a scale. Maybe easier opponents are difficult to beat because it's on the road as opposed to at home. I'm going to unlock that next here on Locked On Cardinals as we wrap up a Friday edition here live on YouTube. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Must win road games next. All right, final segment here, Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Really appreciate it. This, this offseason has been fun, ups and downs, and a lot of quiet time. And as we round out, as we get into camp a couple weeks away, there's still a lot of interesting storylines that we have no idea how what the result's going to be. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And if nothing else, this Arizona Cardinals organization is fun as hell to talk about. So I went through must wins on the uh, for home games for the Cardinals in 2022. Road wins must wins. Okay, the road opponents are Raiders, Panthers, Seahawks, Vikings, Rams, Broncos, Falcons, and 49ers. So as you can see, the Cardinals opponents, it's a step up from last year. It's a step up. I mean, their strength of schedule is difficult. It's top five going into 2022. The Cardinals have made some additions. They've had some players leave. So we're going to find out a lot about Kyler Murray, about Cliff Kingsbury, about Steve Kimes' ability to put together a roster. We're going to find out a whole bunch as the Band-Aid gets ripped off in the 2022 season. And that's not a negative connotation. We're going to find out one way or the other what this team is made of. 
and we're going to find out under the bright lights against some of the toughest opponents in the NFL. So road must wins for the Cardinals in 2022. I'll start with the with, with the low-hanging fruit, the Carolina Panthers. I know that they've they just acquired Baker Mayfield with which uh, you know moves them a step up and the Panthers have been a bugaboo for the Cardinals over the last couple of years. They blew out the Cardinals with with Colt McCoy under center last season. Um you know the Cardinals traveled and uh and played uh Carolina lost to them a couple of years ago with Buda Baker out, but I think this is the year where the Cardinals take care of business and go on the road to Carolina and beat what's most likely to be a Baker Mayfield-led Carolina Panthers. Must win for the Cardinals if they want to get the double-digit wins this year. Seattle also going up to Lumen Field in Seattle. Cardinals have always played pretty well there. That was more of the Chandler Jones effect. Um, but, no, I mean, over the last handful of years, even when B.A. was here, the Cardinals always play Seattle tough on the road, and especially this year when the Cardinals have a much better roster than the Seahawks do. Cardinals go on the road, take care of business, must win, okay? San Francisco going on the road to San Francisco. Cardinals need to get a win. And they're playing San Francisco twice this year on the road in theory, even though the one in Mexico City is technically a home game. They play in San Francisco week 18. So not not only is this, a must win for the Cardinals because they're playing a divisional opponent and they can definitely take care of business. And who knows what Trey Lance is going to be people in San Francisco. I mean, you know, they're obviously very high on him, but until Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded, there's still a question mark. I mean, handing the keys to an organization to Trey Lance who hasn't played a whole lot. This could be the year where the Cardinals will just take advantage of a young quarterback, even though he led them to an almost victory at state farm stadium last year. Thankfully, Isaiah Simmons stopped uh, Trey Lance on the goal line, fourth and goal, and um, the Cardinals get a victory. Atlanta Falcons, another must win for the Cardinals on the road this year. A team that's taken a fairly large step back. Matt Ryan now in Indianapolis. You know, they, they drafted Drake London. They've got Kyle Pitts. Their defense is okay. Their running game isn't very good. Like, the Cardinals have some absolutely important and potent opportunities on the road to take advantage of teams with with worse rosters than theirs. That's four. Four out of eight games on the road for the Cardinals in 2022 are against teams they can absolutely and absolutely should beat. I have the Cardinals going 11-6. and I know that they've taken a step back defensively, but the offense is as high-powered as ever on paper. And with Kyler Murray emerging is into a star quarterback and Cliff Kingsbury seemingly starting to figure out the ropes of being a head coach in the NFL, the Cardinals can definitely win 11 games, even though they've got very, very difficult opponents that they're playing throughout the 2022 season. Alex Lanty, Locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your fourth, first listen each and every day. I will be starting the Steve Kime counter at 50 days since he said that Kyler Murray is the future of the organization without Kyler Murray getting a new contract between now and then. Look out for that on Twitter. That should be fun. Um, Alex Nancy, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you on Wednesday of next week. Have a great weekend.